back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Santos, joined, as always, by the Parasite to my Jojo Rabbit. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how are you doing? Uh, I am doing artfully wonderful. And our very own Joker himself. That's right. It's Eric Ronnebeck. Eric. You know, next time when you introduce me, <laughs> could you introduce me as the name of the movie? As the name of the movie, <laughs> that's my favorite meme from Joker. Is, Wait, what? What is he? Uh, what is? Uh, no, the best one is um, Murray. You know, I just really appreciate how you're being a podcaster in society, right? That's now, what it is. Po- in society, <laughs> I was like, I can't think of it because I, I, I've watched this movie, so I can't remember exactly what oh. I was supposed to say. Okay, so we are uh, heading into Oscars week, so movies club, movie club fans should be excited to hear what we think about that. Everyone um, should be excited to hear the TV make another but, appearance on the podcast. But yeah. first, it didn't. I don't. I don't think it got into the podcast this time. I think we talked right over it. So oh, not yet. <laughs> the, the um the big thing here though. The big news this week is our hated rivals, the San Francisco 49ers. The that's, Santa Clara 49ers. That's, they did not win. In fact, they think that the refs won, uh, which is just rich irony after having to hear 49ers fans tell me I shouldn't complain about the, the Pittsburgh Super Bowl. Oh, it's delicious. It's, after uh, hearing them say that we shouldn't complain about when we got jobbed earlier this year by them. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, guess what? The, the, uh, you would have helped it, if they'd have played better. It's, uh, it's not a coincidence that... Kyle Shanahan uh, defenses. Wait, he doesn't coach the defense, really. Never mind. It's not his fault that they gave up 21 points in the fourth quarter, including uh, third and 15. Sherman gets torched over the top. Torched. I was a. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Richard, Richard Sherman uh, for his what he's done for us in the uniform. But yeah, that was a little bit satisfying after like the the low key shade he's been throwing at Seattle for the last couple of years. Like they let me go, and I, I would have come back. And oh, he, you know, Ru- they want Russ to be successful. They don't want all that. It's like, oh man, just eat it. I just wonder without eat Pete it. there, who he's gonna blame for uh, him not being able to cover in yet another Super Bowl. He has been pretty insufferable since he left, and it's only making himself my, worse. My favorite meme from this was the. I think uh, Josh posted it in the gr- in the group chat. If you're not in the group chat yet, wait for the money zone. I'll tell you how to get in there. But the that's a teaser, guys. You like that? I love it. Solid <laughs> teaser. So uh, get, but getting those ad. It was really subtle. the 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter when they got the interception and they all ran down <laughs> in the end zone and posed. And then just every face in the whole thing is a crying Jordan. They like, all all every defender in the whole team is a has got the crying Jordan face photoshopped over their face. And it's just 10 out of 10. Uh, I, I'm. I just can't appreciate it enough. The the level of confidence they had up twenty to ten against Patrick Mahomes is just made it all the sweeter because it's Patrick freaking Mahomes. Well, I mean, man. it's not like Kansas City's pulled any comebacks off this year. Ketchup, you can't stop Ketchup Kermit, dude. He's <laughs> Ketchup com- comeback champion. Dude, the man is a the mom, the man is a one man comeback mechanic. Now, I mean, Damian Williams probably should have won MVP mostly because he wore Air Jordan One cleats, which is uh, the oh, those were good. It's a key straight to my heart, but that's why the, they won. They they looked great and they look good, feel good. You you look good, you play good, and that Damian Williams proved that. The Chiefs played pretty good. Frank Clark had a game ceiling <laughs> game ceiling sack. The uh, only bad thing about this game for me is that it dropped our first round pick from thirty one to thirty two. That's literally the only negative I could uh, think of. You mean our second round pick? Second round pick, yeah. It does not. Oh, why not? Uh, so did someone forfeit that? No, the way that it worked was the agreement was based on Kansas City's two second round picks. Because yeah. they got the one for D Ford. Well, 
the one that they got for D Ford oh. was San Francisco. <laughs> so it's and so we, we got, got the worst one. No we matter we were locked what. into the thirty second pick, no matter what, All because right. it was the worst of the San Francisco. <laughs> and I haven't explained City this picks. on the way home this last week. This is my favorite yes. thing. God, it's so, so dumb. It's so I'm stupid. glad it came up. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh man, I was all excited. I was all Eric like, saw my eyes light <laughs> up when I heard that. <laughs> so no, there's no minuses. Yeah, that's right. It's only good things. Um, I'll good, say this: Patrick Mahomes did not have a good game. And for San Francisco, but he had a great fourth. Oh, he had a great fourth. And for San Francisco to lose it in the fourth after a, I don't know if it was poor, but an, uh, a mediocre showing by Patrick Mahomes, it's just wow. That's that's how you lost. Nice. I have two kind of last big things to wrap this up with, and one I think is going to play into Nathan's final point. My first is, and go for Andy Reid. Now the dumbest argument as to why he's not one of the greatest coaches is over. Okay, can I can I talk about this? Yep. Andy Reid has coached in the NFL for 22 seasons and had losing seasons three times. This guy is the one of the probably 10 greatest coaches in the history of the league, and people clowned on him and tried to dunk on him like he's an idiot for so many years. I'll be honest with you. I love Pete Carroll. I love what he's done with the Seahawks. He has resurrected my franchise. If you ask me would I trade him for Andy Reid, I'd probably do it in a second. Andy Reid is an offensive mastermind. He's a genius. And what he would be able to do with Russell Wilson as quarterback would be sublime. It would be the greatest thing. And I am just got tired of people just dunking on him over and over because, to be honest with you, if he kept coaching and didn't die from a heart, massive heart attack because he's 800 pounds, the, the, not that, he's not that big, but he is he's a big man. And he apparently eats ham sandwiches, cheeseburgers. He said he got a double cheeseburger with extra cheese to celebrate his win. But this this guy... Man knows the way to his own heart. Literally. It was only a, it's only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time before Andy Reid won a Super Bowl because he's in the freaking playoffs every year. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's success has poisoned the minds of everyone because it's really hard to get to two. Do you know how many Super Bowls Drew Brees has been to since he won a Super Bowl? Not a Zero. none. Do you know how many Super Bowls Aaron Rodgers has been to since he won a Super Bowl? <laughs> none. None. Okay, like it. It, you know, it's like just really hard to get back, even if you are an all-time great like Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. These guys, Dan are Marino guys, only made one. Dan Marino only made one he, rookie year, and so these guys, they partially because he's a jerk. I'm sorry. <laughs> these guys, it's just again. it's really difficult to get back, and I think Tom Brady and, and to an extent Joe Montana as well, like made us think it was easy to get back. Made us think that if you're a goat candidate, you need to win like five, six Super Bowls, and I'll be honest, I just don't think that's true. Andy Reid, it was only a matter of time before he got one, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was able to get another one or two before he hangs up the uh, old barbecue tongs. And if he doesn't, it doesn't matter. It does, yeah, it doesn't matter. Because even before this, he was one of the best. Like That's just the way it is. He's the second best coach since 2000. Uh, I don't think you can really build an argument that... It, around that it's it's unless you're the kind of philly fan that throws batteries at santa belichick That's belichick one fan. and then it's it's andy reed two and then it's probably like carol tomlin it's a there's a couple guys you can argue sean payton there's a couple guys you can argue with for the next spot uh, harbaugh the good one Baltimore i like to harbaugh. see sean payton without drew Brees. <laughs> so yeah we'll have we'll have that conversation when drew Brees retires um, all right and then my second point i was going to make is it's going to be really nice with San Francisco having all signs of being a regression candidate when they finish second in the division next year because the rivalry is back on. Yeah, the, I think these are probably two of the best five teams in the league. I looked at it over the weekend, and, you know, Seattle has 
uh, the best quarterback, and then they have also have a lot of tools to get talent onto their roster and fix whatever problems they need to. We have sixty million in cap space. We have well, it'll functionally be more closer to fifty million, but sixty. If we cut Bray, it's sixty million, and then we have uh, mm-hmm. we have the ability to bring in a bunch of young young players to the draft. Where this roster will be retooled next year. This is a team that is ready to compete. It's one of the five best rosters in the league. San Francisco is not going to be worse. They they probably they, they might they, lose a couple of they pieces. might be more unlucky, which is that which is different. Um, but they they have the cap room to bring everyone back if they want to. They only have three free agents next year, and they're all eminently signable under their current cap cap structure. They they have draft picks. They'll be good. They've I'm not got a good GM. I think they're and not a they're really not gonna, good offensive minded coach. But you know, five more breaks the other way, and they're like ten and six this year. That they could easily be ten and six next year, and that would still be a playoff spot in an excellent season. It it's. NFL season is short. It can be wild. Uh, I wouldn't count on them being necessarily better. As, as They're not our daddy, as we've talked about no, before. No, on this and podcast, we've talked about Jimmy Garoppolo being a subpar quarterback. You saw it on the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't really know if he's going to grow from this experience right away. If anything, a lot of these teams, us included, show signs of a Super Bowl uh, hangover from well, people losing. People forget, not a young quarterback anymore. No, this is true, Kevin. Good point. How old do you think Jimmy Garoppolo 28? is? 28. I will say he is 27. So, and Price is I mean, writing. Here's so, James Garoppolo. The mi- the mileage matters because he, uh, you know, well, his he has knees put got a lot quite of, a bit of like, mileage oh, trying to run on yeah, it. Yeah, as I say, he's 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 got a couple really nasty injuries. He's 28. So, nice. yeah, he's he's not he's not old, Come but he's not down, young. Kevin. In quarterback years, he's probably middle aged. You know, he's like 35 in quarterback. If for like you know a normal person, quarterback years. Okay. Um, Let's go ahead. I'm just saying Jimmy versus time ain't Tom versus time. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo will be exactly this How good for the rest of his career. How long can Jimmy G be a 12th to 20th best quarterback in the NFL? All right. Let's, this, okay, quite 12th to 20th? All right, the Eli Manning streak. All right. This is a perfect, perfectly 12th to 20th dovetails on what I want to talk about. So today we're going to do our uh, – we're going to see where Jimmy Jimmy G fits into the uh, the hierarchy of NFL NFL quarterbacks. We're gonna go through our league. So we're gonna we're gonna make tiers, kind of like uh, you know fans of video games with Smash Brothers. You make the, make the Smash Brothers tier list. We're gonna tier off the quarterbacks. Um, I'm gonna tell you how uniquely terrible I think some of them are and how good they are. So our S tier. These are the absolute Super Bowl. These are the absolute superstars. These are the. I would say the, these are the guys who can go out and take a team to the Super Bowl. Okay. The 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 A tier. The A tier are are quarterbacks that that can win you a playoff game by like by themselves. They can they can really play good. They can win a playoff game. Maybe like, get hot and bring you to a Super Bowl. Okay, the the B tier. Okay, B tier is the quarterbacks that they can get you to the playoffs. Okay, okay. they can be brought to the Super Bowl. You can you could drag them you could drag them into the Super Bowl. You the Jimmy G tier. Sorry, this is the C the C tier. The C tiers are our quarterbacks that are probably going to stop you from getting in the playoffs. Me, if I was a quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, and then we're going to skip past D and go straight to F, okay? Because that's how we roll. And then the F tier, <laughs> the F. Uh, yeah, the, Nathan is just making this, uh, uh, this on right. his computer and it's going up on the screen. This and writes, he's just deleting things. This and writes. Adding. This writes. Su- I just wrote sucks. This is Bortles tier. <clears throat> F F tier. All right, so we're gonna go through like a division Bug by division. Just give a little, a uh, little, our quick thoughts on the quarterback, and then uh, move on from there. We'll start in the AFC because that's the you know we can go through those faster because they don't matter as much to us personally. <laughs> All right, start with Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady right now is an A tier quarterback. 
He could win a playoff game. He could play good, but I don't think he's a superstar anymore. He's he's uh, he's gonna need some help. You know, you're he might be able to win, get hot for one game and like win one game, but he's not in the tier of guys who could just like rip through three games and really just carry his team all the way, which is that what what I think you need to do be able to do to get in the S tier. No, I'd say reliably. No, I would agree. Um, but the th- the thing is, is that he's still Tom Brady, and I don't I don't want to. I I feel I feel like putting him in the B tier is a little aggressive for me right now. Even though this season, I mean, it's between A and B, right? For for how he performed this season, I could see he, like let, let's say it this way. I think two years ago he was S tier, maybe three years ago. I'd say and two years this ago. This year he slid a tier, and I could see him losing about a tier every year. Yeah, he's he's trending in the wrong direction. He's a bordering on B. Eric, do you, do you have a strong opinion towards B, or do we just put him in the A tier? We got to keep him in the A, like his mentor and hero, uh, and I guess not mentor, his hero Joe Montana. When he went to the Chiefs, every game is an opportunity to slip a tier. That's and right. You Eric are going to see him that. In the a. Okay. All right, Josh, or the, or the Joshua team. Allen. I think Josh Allen is the tippy top of the B tier. You can get your team to the playoffs, but unless you have like an other Wooly team, and I think that Buffalo Bills defense this year was quite, quite excellent and probably is a good enough defense to win the uh, championship. And the pieces around him on offense are not people act like John Brown and uh, these guys are not schmucks, man. They had good, they had good Singletary. They have good skill position players on this team, and they weren't able to get over the hump because I think Josh Allen just isn't quite there yet so for me josh allen is is b tier he can get you the playoffs he can lead you to a solid season but he's going to need a lot of help to get over top well who's like the like the all-time best b tier quarterback like trent delfer is that example everyone used that guy needed the best defense of all time to win him and a stellar running game do you guys agree josh allen in the b tier i would though i would say i border him on the c until he can figure out his own game because I don't feel like Josh Allen plays into his own strengths but, when under stress. But like a C-tier quarterback for me, and this is why I wrote that on the spreadsheet, is that he's going to stop the team from getting to the playoffs. Right, Mitch Trubisky, which is why I think I, I'm just saying. <laughs> James, <laughs> Jameis Winston is going in this team. But let's not, let's not spoil some, some stuff. I'll say this. Josh Allen had a the benefit of a great defense, and I feel like that helped elevate him to the get to the playoffs tier, to the B tier. I put him solidly there. But he may show some regression this coming year because, you know, yeah, he, I would say he he's will bouncing to, between the B and the C. Tier. If he does not step it up, what could, do you then become? A guy that holds. You I mean, back. and the thing is, if he gets to a second contract and they they have to pay him, and the team still hasn't gotten past that first That's playoff C-tier. game, then he's probably dropping into yep. the C tier because the only thing keeping him in the B tier right now is kind of the salary. It, it lets the them build. build it lets them build a great team around him without a lot of work. All right, let's go to Sam Darnold. Ooh, this is this might be the first tough discussion. Right. I think he's solidly a C tier until he proves otherwise. Yeah, I, Josh he Allen just has is, a lot of turnovers. Josh Allen can can do some stuff with his legs that I think keeps him from being in the C tier. Also, Sam, QB Richie Sexton. Sam, we've yet to see him do anything <laughs> on games that matter. Sam Darnold is can't even get to the playoffs because he gets mono or just is was he turns the ball over a lot, like you said, Kevin. I, I he think, also he he does this thing every every week where he plays for the Jets. And it's it's <laughs> really they, really they put holding a lot of back. money into that team, and he they still weren't that much better this year. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The Darnold had thirteen seven. interceptions and under seven yards per attempt. So they went seven and nine this year. <laughs> After- Kevin Kevin pouring out two stats that keep me from arguing him out of the season. They basically paid. They basically paid Le'Veon Bell and all those big contracts to get three extra wins. 
It's, a, it's not Ooh. doing it for me. The Dolphins got rid of everyone and only won two less games. Speaking of the Dolphins, uh, I don't know what to put for Brian this one. Tannehill. Uh, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> not anymore, Fitzpatrick, Kevin. or you could say... Uh, Fitzpatrick is C-tier. Probably two. Uh, I think I, I think Fitzpatrick is F-tier. I think you probably put N-A and uh, put I would it say Fitzpatrick is the same quarterback as Jameis Winston, so go ahead and put him in F-tier, and we'll have the F-tier argument about Jameis Winston. Uh, Jameis Winston is borderline F tier, but the thing about Jameis is, is Jameis has all these rookie records that that like in young player records, like if the if the trivia question is like, hey Peyton Manning, uh, oh my gosh, Peyton Manning, <laughs> shut up Bixby, Pey- Peyton Manning or uh, Dan Marino, and blank did the did X the answers. Always Jameis Winston. Congratulations, volume. Good stats. He's like a good stats guy. Like th- th- He's still going to stop his team from getting the playoffs, which is why he's in the C tier. Fitzpatrick is just over it. He can't. I just think he sucks. That, I put the word sucks, and I mean. He'll have a game that shows you he can All still right. play. It's Eric, like he just collects. C tier or F tier? You got to put him in the F tier. It's it's a guy who comes in. You're giving Fitzpatrick too much credit, Kevin. I know he's fun, <laughs> but. I'm saying that you're I know giving Jameis Winston too I know much he went. To, I know he went to Harvard. Don't worry, guys. We he's will really get to Jameis guy. Winston. All right, Lamar Jackson. I'm S. getting... Uh, I, know that it, I know that the playoff thing is discouraging, and I know that, uh, that people might want to like hang up on that, but it's just like Andy Reid for me. It's only a matter of time before Lamar Jackson is able to get over that hump. Uh, the things they can do with his legs and his arm are basically un... You can't scout for it. You can't match up with it. It's difficult. Uh, Lamar Jackson is an S-tier quarterback. I go A-tier. I why, think he's why? the tippy-top of the A-tier because in big situations, in tight games, um, he trusts a lot of really 50-50 throws. Um, he, I think there was some, there'll be some regression to the means on his turnovers. Uh, he had a very small number of fumbles compared to what he typically has based on his previous play this season. Um, I feel like he threw a lot of interceptable balls that were not intercepted, but he's also an incredible weapon as a passer and a runner. He's top of A tier, but I don't know that I trust him to consistently be able to get over that until he proves it. Like He could easily prove himself into S tier, but I am not going to give that to him yet. I would put him at the tippy top of A tier. I don't know, man. He was first in QBR. He had like his second in DVOA. It's just he just he yeah, got, he had a great that's, regular that's all, season. That's all arm stats to it. That none of that counts. He had thirty six touchdown passes. I'm aware. It, I just think that he overthrew his quarterbacks quite a bit. It was wide <laughs> this is not. I'm sorry, his wide receivers. It's just uh, uh, this is a guy who did not win a playoff game. I I put him just like solidly to, in the A tier, not at the tippy top. I just want to reiterate, like you don't want it's a trap to fall into the like he can't win a playoff. It's like Andy Reid. I'm also not tra- saying that he can't win no, a playoff I, game. We're not saying I'm that. I'm saying that there's a regression to the mean on his turnover prone nature that makes me want to see him prove it again. He the difference a, between him and Andy Reid is Andy Reid proved it for 20 years. Lamar, I mean, Lamar Jackson, Jackson had proved a it for one golden year. He will regress a little bit, 
but you're also you said don't fall into the trap that he can't win a playoff game. We're not saying that, but I also think he could grow. I could see him exceeding. Don't fall into the this. trap that this guy is such a superstar athlete that you have to put him into the superstar category. He had 1,200 rushing yards as he a quarterback. Was, I'm aware. Yeah, he's great. He had 43 total touchdowns. He's fun to and watch. And I'm saying he can win you a playoff game. I am not sure that he can win you the Super Bowl. Eight year, Nathan. Okay, I'm going to put him in there because you guys will set it. But I think you guys, I just want to reiterate how against this I am. Okay. Uh, the, 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 if this, if Lamar Jackson is in the A tier, there's only going to be one. Lamar Jackson in the wants S-tier. to kick both of us off the podcast and join you. You got, like Lamar Jackson. Don't at me, Lamar. Is going to come to our, come to your house. I'm going to give him your address and I know it because it's the address from when I was yes. 10. Yes. And he will, <laughs> and he'll get here fast and maybe not always with the best accuracy. Yeah. He doesn't need it. Spray and pray, baby. Let's go. Okay. Uh, next up, we just did Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Uh, ben, uh, B tier, the like the worst B tier quarterback. Yeah, though, he's between honest. B and C. If if you guys argued for C, I would not argue back. I think no. he stops you from the playoffs because you need to play, and he doesn't play, so it kind of. I'm, I'm strongly in B tier here because the last time he played a full season, they they made the playoffs pretty easily. And I think that if he was there this year, they definitely would have made the playoffs. Honestly, I do think there's a <laughs> chance bad that Mason he, Rudolph and Duck he may not Mason play a full season it. ever again. He may be Eli. He may be yeah. done. Yeah, if he's done, he's done. Yep. But those, the, the, I think that if he came back, he would, well, they would have made the All playoffs. the other options for that team are F tier. So now we've got Pittsburgh covered. Baker. <laughs> Baker. Baker. Oh, it's either C I, I would or go, F. Mm, I would go B or C. Okay, well then I'm <laughs> C then. Eric? Uh, I'm with Kevin on the B or C, but I think fairly uh, with all the smack he, he likes to talk, he, he is a C tier. He needs to make a, a significant stride forward. He needs to mature uh, from from what he was last year. And guess what? He's not going to do it. You know why? He just needs to play to level his mouth. Because they had two, the Browns had two coaching candidates that they were between. They were between the offensive coordinator of the Vikings and the defense coordinator of the 49ers. And then the 49ers and the Vikings played. The Vikings got killed. Their offense looked like trash. And they, then the Browns said, that's our guy. We want the Vikings offensive coordinator. It's like, what What the hell are you guys doing? It was the most Browns. Yes. And then they said, well, we didn't want to have to wait to get our guy. And I was like, dude, that's, it does not make that big of a difference. If I would wait, that's the wait for reason, Bob Sala. That's Salah a because stupid reason. Bob Sala just ranched the dude that you're hiring. I don't want to go to that wonderful restaurant. Let's game. just grab Taco Bell. Which is it's why faster. I think Baker Mayfield's a C. If Baker Mayfield was on a better organization or had a better coaching staff, I would be up for B, maybe, and trending towards, you know, potentially more. But no. No, no, thank you. All right. Uh, Cincinnati's quarterback is Joe Burrow. This maybe. Not. Maybe. Dude, it's Danny C- Dalton. Cincinnati's quarterback <laughs> is Joe Burrow. <laughs> Uh, well I then, find it, either way, I'm going C. Yeah, I was gonna say C tier for Burrow and probably or Dalton, but he could be a B. I don't know. He could be good, but I don't know. I have no idea what to expect in the NFL level. Uh, arm strength is a is a minor question for me. Uh, I'll go Burrow in the C tier. All right, um, but yeah, they've already they basically said they're picking him without saying it. Unless there's tra- something he's trying to not go to the Bengals, but no, he kind of the, is. The opposite, actually. They okay. came out and said, like, that is ridiculous. Joe would never do that. Okay. And so... Who do you think he is? Eli Manning. All right. Here's here's one that I'm sure will be fun. Deshaun Watson. A. This is why I don't want to put Deshaun Watson in A, because now he's in the same tier as Lamar Jackson, and I don't... A. Uh, this is why I think that you're overeating Lamar Jackson, because if you think it's that big of a deal for him not to be in the same... Tier is Deshaun Watson. I'm not really sure what you're looking at. Deshaun, okay, you're not really sure what I'm looking at. The they're they're like pretty far apart in terms of like yeah. Let's a lot look at supporting stats. cast too. 
for 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 Baltimore, a really good offensive line, much better coaching. Houston has way better wide receivers, terrible offensive line. Yeah, and Bill O'Brien. I mean, they did sucks. They did trade Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's such a bad coach that the only GM that will have Bill O'Brien as a coach is Bill O'Brien. Oh, he had a different GM last year, but he fired that guy and hired himself. That's yes, pretty cool, pretty baller move, if you ask me. All right. That's how you stay coaching. Eric, are you, are you good for A? Uh, absolutely. I would have put him in A, too. I'm just, I just the wanted thing to is, reiterate. Is you, your top two tiers, your, your second is going to have more quarterbacks yes, I, than you I realize think. that you are giving him the gold jacket and five Super Bowls already. <laughs> not giving him gold jacket or Lamar any Because Lamar Jackson has had one good year. Expecting Super Bowls is... Uh, Out of one good year. He was good the year before, too. He wasn't as good, but he was He was good. a terrible thrower the year before. Terrible? Yes, terrible. I mean, it's like 60% of his passes. He was six touchdowns versus three interceptions. Like, that's fine. All right, fine. He was bad the year before, if that makes you feel better about it. <laughs> no one... Let's go. Let's keep going. Okay. Let's, let's leave leave the fist cuffs uh, out of here it. Here we go. The next one is Tennessee Titans. That's Tannehill. Uh, B. Yep. I, I don't... He, uh, he showed me something this year. He's good. He can get you to the playoffs. He could probably... You know, when that was you, a good a defense and a game. good running game he was running yeah. with. I'm not ready to put him in that A tier. It's kind of wishful thinking to put him up there, but keep him in B. You've earned um, B. You used to be C. You went. A, you raised a whole tier, Ryan. Uh, I would now like to bring up the fact that Ryan Tannehill is the last quarterback to lead the Miami Dolphins to the playoffs. All right. I'm going to do something that will make Brett mad here. Jacoby Brissett, F. And I'm actually, I'm actually thinking wow. like Jacoby Brissett, kind of a one-trick pony. He does one thing really good, and it's a thing I really like throw when deep. I watch tape. So like, I like when guys throw really good deep balls, and I'm like, okay, so Brissett's kind of got it. And then the more Colts I watch this year, the more I realize like this guy can only do that one thing, and everything else is kind of a mess. So and, we agree, Jameis Winston's an F. Uh, Jameis Winston can do more things than that. But the thing is, Jameis <laughs> even brought Jameis him up Winston. in a couple quarterbacks. Okay, so you keep bringing up Jameis Winston for some reason. <laughs> We, we haven't even gotten to the NFC yet. Jameis Winston, uh, he the thing about Jameis Winston is for him to be good, you have to have receivers that are 6'3 or above because he can't see them otherwise because his because <laughs> he does because he needs glasses. All right. So is anybody okay with, with me putting – everyone okay with putting Brissette in the F tier? I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't know why C, I care. I, I feel him. like C Okay, should, then we need to put Darnold into the F tier. I think Darnold I think has Darnold and Brissett are kind of the same quarterback right now the, until Darnold proves otherwise. Darnold had a good run at, towards the end of the season. Seemed like he was improving. Richie, and I have sexy. I have a little bit of hope for him to also he had mono to, to prove it. And if uh, you give Jacoby mono, I think he does worse. And also <laughs> Brissett has great Kevin. Just to use one of your things you said here, Brissett has great coaches, and Darnold has the dirt worst. That's true. Um, he had Adam Gase, who we saw all over the NFL. Once you remove the Adam Gase from a situation, everyone gets a lot better. All right, Gardner Minshew. I'm going to go with F. I, I hate to do it because he's my guy. Uh, I, I, it doesn't matter if it's Foles or Minshew. I think that they kind of messed this up. Minshew could come along and be a lot better. And I am, I am a Washington State Cougar, so I love Minshew. And the Minshew mania thing was fun. But that guy is not going to get you to... I think Minshew's a C. You, I could see him put him in C, and if Eric says C two, I'll put him in C. But I kind of want to throw water on it a little bit because the, the Minshew hype went really far, and uh, I just want to. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to go with F tier. I feel like he he had moments with quick regression. That's a that's like a young Ryan Fitzpatrick right there. Now the thing is, Minshew, I could see upward mobility here. I don't think he's stuck in the F tier like I do for some of these other guys that we've already put there. Um, all right, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, S. S plus. Yes. Is there an S plus tier? This guy's really good. 
Hey, it's uh, our first. Uh, it's our first superstar. I really wish you would have played his rookie year, so I could have been right about one thing in that bold picks podcast. I think I missed all my picks that year for bold picks. All right, uh, this is a good one, Kevin. Drew, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. I'm gonna go right now. I'm going C. I would go C too. He actually showed me something at the end of the year to keep him out of the F tier. Uh, just really, yeah, he didn't f it up. Looked really decent, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into Drew Locke. I think it's hard to put a, a young hyped quarterback in the F tier right now, even though uh, you know Gardner Minshew wasn't hyped. That's why I had to put the word hyped in there. Well, I, I also would have put him in the C tier, so yeah. I, I'm being consistent on that. But but Drew Locke is uh, is is firmly in the C tier because we don't know what he's going to do yet. Sophomore Der- seasons can be a a some bitch though. Derek Carr F tier. Yep. And here's my thing about Derek Carr is uh, can't throw deep, but only has deep ball threats on his uh, on his team. That's yeah, this is a combination of a bad situation for a limited player. Not a good, not a good thing. All right, uh, Chargers don't have Phil Rivers. Uh, they're they're like not going. That. Nobody's going to have Phil Rivers. I guess it's Tyrod Taylor, who I would say F tier, F tier. Um, maybe Thank you can go C tier. I go C tier. Because he made the playoffs with uh, with Buffalo. I think he's F. Then. If we had a D tier, I would put him in it. <laughs> that? I, I will say our lack of a D tier is making a few of these things harder, but whatever. I mean, if okay, if we had a D and an F tier, then so, uh, so Minshew had... would be in D tier and Tyra would be in D tier. I think we might bump Jacoby up to D tier and maybe Sam Darnold. No, to D tier. I, I think Joe Kobe. <laughs> so okay, D tier now says kind of sucks. I love it. Move Minshew up to that. Move Minshew up that because he has upper mobility. Move Tyrod into that. Yep. And I would say... Do we do we move uh, Darnold down? Can I move Derek Carr to a we different can Darnold, team? We and can then move Darnold to down that? to kind of sucks. Yeah, I would do that. Uh, Carr up to, to kind of sucks or stays in sucks? Uh, I, think he's, I, think I think he stays kinda, in sucks until he stops sucking. I think he kind of sucks. <laughs> um, I would say I would say Derek Carr with one leg the sucks. Addition, the addition of a D tier is not helped at all. It just makes me laugh. Uh, I would move Drew Locke down to D tier. Uh, I keep him in C tier. He's I think he's a better than Gardner Minshew, Tyrod Taylor, and Sam Darnold right now. If you uh, ask me, like in a vacuum, which of those quarterbacks I'd want, I'd probably take the potential of Locke over any of those three guys right now. Uh, Darnold is the only one that's questionable for me, and we just moved Darnold down a tier. But I think Darnold and Drew Lock are. I think we keep this as similar. it is. It's a great list. It's, right. Okay, you guys agree? We're good. Here we go. Eagles. Wentz. Wentz uh, is a B, B to me. Okay, we're in agreement there. Eric, do you want to put him in the A tier? You can make. I think you can convince me, but it'd be tough. <laughs> How dare you? You know how I feel about Carson C-tier. Wentz. <laughs> I think Carson Wentz is firmly in the bottom of the B tier. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. He's a he's a B team. He's a B teamer. I would say B as well with good. Could coaching. be the very worst A tier quarterback if you like really wanted to make that coaching. argument. But I think you're right. Dak Prescott right now is a is a B. He's tier. too good to be he's C. Good. Not good enough to be A. Dak Obi Um Okay, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, F. Yep. I still don't have any faith that he's going to figure it out. He, much like Josh Allen, he's slightly better than I thought. But uh, actually, I would put him D. No, no, dude. I'm keeping him an F. Okay, then Josh Allen should be C. Um, um, I don't think they're. I don't think they're that far apart. Is my thing. Uh, I think if you switch the teams, did that the Bills would not have made the playoffs. Josh Allen's like way better on those like runs that he makes are. Actually, yeah, it's a big value add. I agree. Daniel um, Jones also some good running. Dwayne Haskins. 
I don't know. That, can, can we make like a question mark tier? I have that's no idea. D. What to. D. That's D. D is D, D is, is the question D mark. D is the could go to an F, could go to a C. Yes, and that is Dwayne Haskins in a nutshell. I don't know. I cannot. He had some F games and some C games. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is a total mystery to me. Some Much like games evo- and some like uh, evolutionism. You ever held onto the ball just uh, long enough and still missed a wide open receiver? That's a- Dwayne. Haskins. A. a. Ron Rogers. A tier. A tier. And it could be the best B tier quarterback, but I, I don't want to down. He's certainly not a superstar right now. He's definitely not S anymore. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, Kirk Cousins. B. B. <sighs> Maybe we should move Josh, Daniel, Josh Allen down to C. The, the B list is getting better. And I jo- told you. Josh Allen is starting He's to look One of stick these out. things is not like the others. It's starting to stick out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this. I think Derek will be fine with moving Josh Allen down again. Uh, I I just, I'll tell you right now, looking at like if you're ranking, I'm not impressed with any of the B tier players. Slight plus. Slight plus. (laughs) (laughs) Huge plus. I'm just trying to to redefine these these categories as we I think it's only fair. We're evolving. Can you please change superstar to plus plus now? Okay. Uh, Because now with this vernacular. Extra. Happy plus <laughs> extra. Yeah, make sure you extend that uh, row, Nathan. Uh, speaking of our ad for Bluetooth, yeah. extra happy plus. Uh, okay, <laughs> Tr- Trubisky is Trubisky a D or an F? Oh, the this is Kevin. This is, is Kevin. F. Yeah, I think it's F too. Well, uh, well, forever you were saying Mitch this. Heil Trubisky. They did get to the playoffs with him once, though, which makes me think he might be. I, I a think D. they got to the playoffs despite him once. Okay, fine. Whatever. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, now he's Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. F. I thought he was Mitchell. Uh, well, okay. Mitchell goes in the C tier. We're uh, being definitive about this. Matt Stafford. Matt C. Stafford. The most, the most C. Yep. He's the no. most C player. He will win you a playoff game if he's healthy on a not Lions team. When? Sure, that's neutral. He won't hurt you, that's the Lions, but he won't win them any uh, games either. They've had, he would. They have so many losing seasons they under could, Matthew Stafford. Josh Allen really needs to go down who a tier. Do they, who have they had, though? They've not always had they don't have not never had like a plus offensive line. They don't have a running back. Even when they kind of have a running back like this year, they don't have a running back. Name the last time he had really solid receivers and don't say Golden Tate. 2018. Golden Tate was it. Kenny Galladay, Golden Tate, Kenny Marvin Galladay's Jones. Kenny Galladay's fine. I like uh, Marvin Jones fine. <laughs> That's like how you was like, you're like, actually, you know what? Those are really good receivers and they went 6 and 10 and he played every game. They were horrible. Like that was 2 years ago. He's not good. I know that like he had a good start to his career, but it's over. Matt Stafford is not as good as he used to be, and he's just he fills that column. Well. He just fell. He's just not. A, he's just never going to be a Testaverde. He's just never going to be a dude. He's yeah. He's like the Drew Bledsoe of this era. He does have one running game. He'll have great uh, stats on again. mediocre or bad teams. Oh, yeah. All right, Drew Brees. I gotta go A. Uh, yep. It's uh, trending A's towards trending B. towards B. He's in that Tom Brady scenario. Yeah. He's trending towards B, but he's looking good. I still. think he's solid, huge plus right now. Matt Ryan, I don't care. A, I will I fight. I'll fight anyone on this. Fight me. He's okay. slight plus. Matt Ryan is. Uh, really if you want to talk about football. a guy with amazing receivers, yeah, amazing receivers, good running backs, <laughs> and actually makes a good connection to them. They won. They won six of their last eight games. Like they, they. they oh you agree he had a really gosh. down year this year? Right? They could have. He's easily, always having down years. That defense is horrible. Dude. Would you say he had a down year this year? Is that one of the things you're basing on your low rating? I'm basing it on every year I watch this guy. He is a guy who fills right, up the stack so columns. I think we can all agree that Eric doesn't know how to watch quarterbacks. 4, this 000, is not true. He had 4,000 yards and 26 TDs. I'm correct. He, he had 26 touchdowns and 4,000 yards this year. Like He was good. How well are the Falcons doing year after year? Well, 
Uh, they made the Super Bowl a couple years ago. And how'd they do in that Super Bowl? I mean, they were up 28-3. to three, and, and then, then what they, happened? With their, their amazing quarterback, their defense, what happened? Their defense gave up like a bunch of points. Yeah, and what did the quarterback do? Did he score again? Uh, blame on blame Shanahan. He has a track record now. This it's Shanahan's Shan- two for two in doing yeah, that. Yeah, Shanahan was a the head Shanahan's, coach in Atlanta, Shanahan's right? Shanahan's defense. Shanahan's offense. It was Shanahan's defense that was the problem. This is my argument, and I'm sticking to it. You guys can keep him in right. ATRL. What do you? What do you? I'm hate? also. I'm tell, also. Just tell us why you hate Matt Ryan so much. Is it the Boston I've already College told you everything. <laughs> you guys are saying that all these other quarterbacks have these like have good receivers, but you won't move them up. Matt Ryan has had better receivers, and you're moving him up. He can't win a Super Bowl. He had the chance. He had his throat. It's, an, it's not a coaching decision. He had all the means to do it. He had a def, decent offensive line, and he could not do it. This guy is not A tier for me. Throughout his whole career, he has been slight plus. He is a guy, as Kevin said about Stafford, and I'm not trying to offend or elevate Stafford here, a guy who fills up the passing columns, like all the stat markers. All right, so you guys heard it here first. Hey, Eric hey. thinks Matt Stafford. I mean, A-tier. Kevin does the thing where he insults when he doesn't like something, but he is a slight plus, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Put him in an A because it's two against one. He's but the- Matt Ryan and Maddie and your southern accent and your gentle demeanor, so, you hear me, you are a slight plus. So what I'm hearing MVP, is this is though. the inverted Lamar Jackson. Like three years you. ago. You are vehemently putting him into a B tier. Sure. Okay. He's going in A tier for the record. We're going to have an interesting discussion in just a minute, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jameis Winston. Finally. Uh, D tier? Yep, D tier. Okay. The star of the show. <laughs> like how we all agreed. He kept coming up a million times, and we all were just like, D. Um, Could we talk about, Nathan, how much you loved this guy a I year love, ago? He's an entertainer. You really just want him, right? Crap, you want him to be good? His entertainment value is infinite. He's I, so fun to watch. For every great throw he makes, he makes one that where he just like throws it straight to a linebacker. He seems like he never saw. For every stat just, column he fills up, he then him. depletes it. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun! It's he's the, he's the Russell Westbrook of the NFL. Balance is all things he will give you five touchdowns and three interceptions oh, and three except, fumbles, except when he tiny. gives you three touchdowns and five turnovers. Yeah, he's great. I love I love him. Um, they went seven and nine this year. They weren't that bad. Uh, I do think that at some point Jameis is going to have a run where like he. You know, just gets hot, and his team is awesome. Because and then throws nine picks in the first playoff game. He's just ridiculous. <laughs> he's just ridiculous. Because yeah. he will never not trust his arm. 33, 33 touchdowns this year, thirty interceptions. That's ten more than or nine more than the second. I believe most. we call that bang average. Baker Baker Mayfield. <laughs> which, I, by the way, I would say there's not a big difference between Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston. That's that's the guy that hubris. Uh, uh, I definitely think that's something that you said. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, we'll say it's Cam Newton, and I'd put him right now because he's hurt in the C tier, but he's probably trending towards B if he's healthy. I would agree with that. Uh, sure. I'll just put him in C for now. It's kind of a placeholder if he if he. Uh, I would say gets right now he's in hey. a very Matt Stafford scenario. But if it is Kyle Allen, F tier. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, the one uh, that we've all been waiting for. S tier, the greatest. Th- oh, <laughs> uh, I put. I would inside say. Joke. Yeah, would we go C tier? I'd go D. I I would say C tier. Okay. He's kind of just along for the ride with I, the team. I guess Baker Mayfield and Drew Locke are probably fair fair yes. guys to lump him in with, though. I don't want to spell Garrett. Speaking Apollo. of Baker just Mayfield and Drew Locke, can we put them in kind of sucks? Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's let's get the Seahawks for now. I oh, just kidding. Russell Wilson S tier. We got it. Good job, guys. Yep. Got there. Absolutely. Okay. And then um, the next one is Jared Goff. Uh, I'll let you guys go first. D tier or C tier? Probably D tier. All right, Eric. 
he was one of the biggest problems with that team this year. <clears throat> neutral. Dude, I, I think neutral. F tier. Whoa. I think Jerry so Goff was really bad this year and was a huge minus for the Rams. Someone that working into the future, I don't think that they can be successful. So my with, comment was he was a contract. C tier last year and an F tier this year, which makes him a D tier. And I like that argument, Kevin. I just think I would trend him more towards the C. I believe me, I want him to suck. He seems like a real C. All right, we're, gonna, we're gonna put him in the we're gonna put him in the D. Okay, uh, and kind of split the difference between all of us here. Kevin said C or D, and Eric said C, and I said F. So we'll just go D. Perfectly and fair. Then, uh, Oh, the last quarterback, Kyler Murray. I think right now he's a C. I think right now he's a D. I okay. I think that's fair, but flip a coin because well, I also think Drew Locke should be in D tier, and I'm going by that logic. Okay, I think he's right there. I he's right there with like Sam Darnold, Dwayne Haskins. I don't know what he is right now. He didn't have a great season. He did. Um, he didn't win the rookie of the year. Put some numbers together. Rookie yeah, of the year doesn't matter. Strung, One of those together. wide receivers should have won rookie of the year. The fact he won rookie of the year is dumb. Uh, I think Josh Jacobs should have won. I don't think any wide receiver should have won. That's fine. Josh Jacobs is the only reason that Oakland had like seven wins. I'd say AJ Brown made a really AJ big AJ Brown impact. made a good case at the end of the year, yeah. Yep. Uh, I would say McLaurin right, made C a big impact. C or D, Eric. Um C. Alright. So uh, I would like to point out at this at this point, PFF puts him slightly below Daniel Jones. Yeah, I I understand, but I like what I, I when I watched him I felt like Daniel he was Jones yeah, less than plus. seven yards per carry. Okay. Like 12 picks compared to 20 touchdowns. We need to move some guys around to kind of balance the tiers out. So let's move a D tier down to F tier. So one of these guys is moving down to F. You guys ready? Gardner Minshew, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Darnold, Dwayne Haskins, Jameis Winston, or Jared Goff? Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, I was going to say Minshew. All right. Dwayne Haskins is fine. All right. Let's move one C tier down to D tier. Baker, Joe Burrow, Drew Locke, Matt Stafford, Cam Newton, Jimmy G, or Kyler? Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. That's the right pick. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. Then I want to move one A tier up to S tier, and then I think it will look a nice little mountain. That's because you're trying to get Lamar Jackson into S tier. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> suck it. Which no. of these A tier guys do you think is the best? You Matt pick, Ryan. It's actually a, a defensive. You know who I choice. think? Look Kiss at his. My grits. Look at his year. I'm Ryan, uh, Breeze, Rogers, Watson, Jackson, Brady. I refuse to speak because I know Nathan wants to move it up and Kevin just wants to say Matt Ryan. And I know Drew Brees shouldn't be put up there, but I want to say Drew Brees. Drew Brees had a really good season. He, he I, only played I four games. Put Drew Brees up there. Source. He had the best DVOA in the whole league. Even though he didn't play all the games, he had he 27 touchdowns games. versus just four interceptions and a, a completion percentage of 75.5%, which is insane. Sounds like extra happy okay. plus I, to me. I, I think Drew Brees is a good choice, although... If we're kind of projecting into next season, I think that it's tough because he's probably trending in the wrong direction. I agree, but I would agree. But uh, but it's as I, of right now because uh, we don't we don't know what this is tough. I mean, we don't know what Joe Burrow's going to do. The clear, it's clearly Mahomes and Wilson are the top two. I think if you just like want to win one game right now next season in the first week of twenty twenty, you're picking Mahomes or Wilson as your quarterback. If we want to tear this out the other way, else, I would say. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Drew Brees all have a pretty decent argument to go up right. level. I do think I do agree with that. I think that I, I would I would put, say Watson is a tougher sell for me personally than either Brees or Jackson. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. Watson is a tough sell just because the the stats aren't that impressive to me. Like, so the question is: and, Are we asking the better twenty nineteen quarterback or the yeah. better twenty twenty quarterback? Well, if it's just the twenty nineteen season, it's it's Lamar. But if it's the best like twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen, you know. Then it's Breeze because he's been really good for like 
a couple years in a row. Yeah. And the, it's it's the it's the argument like can you defeat Father Time and Drew Brees I'd move is, Jackson up I guess Drew Brees is really trying to beat Father Time and that's like I'd rather trend Jackson up than trend Brees up if that's what we're doing now what that's what we have to decide are we saying this is a review of last year or a prediction for next year and I do feel like we kind of pre- we're predicting for next year right when With we put Joe Burrow picks? on here we're totally predicting <laughs> when we true. put <laughs> Daniel Jones and and Drew Lock I'm sorry not Daniel Jones Drew Lock. Uh, in the C tier, and we we talk. Well, we about, moved him back down to D tier, though. Yeah, but we fixed that. <laughs> that's when we made a D tier. Um, yeah, I think we've definitely been looking towards next year. Okay, so we're moving Lamar up. And Congratulations, this, Nathan. I hey, you know what? You got I, there. I just did on you. I do think he's. I do think these tiers are like this is this first tier is in order. Mahomes, Wilson, Jackson. Like that's a. I I hate to put Mahomes ahead of our guy, and I maybe our guy sometimes <clears> is better, but. But it's, Mahomes is just in the in the pretty, best situation pretty, and as great a talent as anybody. He's pretty undeniable, and he gets to do everything. Whereas our guy has to be, run a million times to be <laughs> okay. This second tier is it is that is there a hierarchy here for you? Brady, Watson, Rogers, Breeze, Ryan. Breeze uh, is the best, right? Yep, Breeze is the best. I put Brady at the bottom of the tier. Okay, and then probably uh, Breeze, then Watson, then Royers. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Sweet. I I think I. Something like that. Uh, I think Breeze, in Ryan, honor Watson. of Eric, we should move Matt Ryan to right before Eric, uh, Tom Brady. Okay, I'm just gonna move him all the way to the bottom because Eric to make Eric happy. Thank you. All so right, much. and then we're not gonna we're not gonna order any of the rest Love of the tiers. I think that there's the top two. This gives us a nice top eight. So if you I would have, like to, I would like to tier sucks because I want to know who the worst quarterback is. Okay, fine. <laughs> all right, we got in tier sucks. We got Fitzpatrick, Brissett, Derek Carr, Daniel Jones, and Trubisky. I think the worst quarterback is. In terms of not only how good I think they are now, but in how much I'm projecting them into the future, right, the worst quarterback that. is Mitch Trubisky. I think it's between Jones and Trubisky. Fitzpatrick? I at, think that Jones is in the wrong tier, so we're all far off on that one. <laughs> and I think Jones is the top of this tier, actually, because there's yeah. potential for him to be better next year. I would put I would put Joseph D, personally. So. Oh, Who would you switch him with? Uh, you, probably Tarod. Tarod Taylor. That's probably fair. So... Then Tarod, remember when they yeah, they, they said that yes. news? They said they said his name was Tarod Taylor. Fitzpatrick is a fair pick. I think it's Trubisky though. Trubisky is just he's not good, and they don't use him correctly. And it's a decent offensive scheme that he's just not executing. Right, it's a good offensive coach that just doesn't know how to make it work with Man, him. When which is not a good sign. Don't know what Trubisky's ceiling is right now, but it doesn't feel good. When you're missing wide open passes to the flat, it's then not a Carson good thing. Wentz? Hmm. You know, I never did like that Carson Wentz. I mean, the Bears did still go eight and eight. They weren't that bad. It's yeah, all they were what eleven wins last year. Yeah. So I think they were twelve. I can look. It's all thanks Whoa. to their defensive end from Oakland. Oh, Khalil Mack. Yeah. Okay. Who are Eric? Who are your three yeah, they worst? Went, they went twelve and four. Three worst. Uh, I'll just go. Here's the thing. I'll be honest. I didn't really watch any Daniel Jones. I just watched highlights, so maybe I don't have anything there. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mitch Trubisky. I mean, when you get benched for Chase Daniel, isn't that say it all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, did he get benched or did they? Did they? Did he get hurt? Yes. <laughs> it was kind of unclear. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard, man. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know much about Daniel Jones, but I know is, he started twenty eight. He's in a bad Jesse situation. Twenty eight. I think it's Brian Fitzpatrick or Jacoby Brissett because Brissett was on a team that had a lot of weapons in they place. Did. If 
when yeah, they, when uh, Andrew Luck was the quarterback of that team, I'm having trouble. He with, was a favorite contender for the Super Bowl. They fell and it apart. It goes to Jacoby Brissett, and they were seven and nine. They went two. They went two and seven in their last nine games. And it's hard because we all in That's this room really, really wanted Jacoby Brissett to succeed and thought he would. I don't. Want and in the beginning, he kind of did. Fantasy sneak to make me think he's better <laughs> than he was. I'm putting Jacoby Brissett at the barrel butt bottom. Above, I mean, they uh, were up lower than Ryan. They were up 35-21 against Ryan Tampa Bay. They lost. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree and put Fitzpatrick at the bottom. Uh, Jacoby right. and Mitch. Well, you know what? Let Fitzpatrick go to the bottom too. Who do you think is the worst quarterback in the NFL? I think it might be Jared Goff. But <laughs> no, but but if you th- who do you think the worst is? Uh, I think the worst us- contract in the NFL for quarterbacks is Jared Goff. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Uh, <laughs> if we're us- factoring contract in, he's friggin' what's after F? F minus. It's bad. He's F minus tier. What when you factor in contract? People who think the Rams are going to be good next year, I I love you because boy, dude, I, they're going to be our uncle because the other ones are dad. I don't know how this works. Uh, whatever. All right, let's get to the, uh, the what's what's the what's the family member tier list? We are we are going go sure to we're going to go into overtime here, Kevin. So we need to. Oh, it'll be like the Phoenix met the Liberty. Um, all right, and uh, I the podcast is over. This is not the. Uh, Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Quick, so, take us to the money zone. I need this this TV to like. I need to turn off the voice commands because I don't even say the command phrase and it just turns on and starts yelling at me. Main and, screen, turn on. Someone set us up the bomb. All right, thank you to everyone who is who is uh, supporting the Seahawks Nest podcast. You can join them and join the group chat and get in and see all our rambling, our crazy ramblings. Uh, for as little as a dollar twenty-four a month, you head to Patreon.com/slash/SeahawksNest and be like Jack, James, Tom, Lucas, Carrie, Richard, Bob, Kieran, Brett, Mike, Flockers, Keith, Michelle, Brian, Frank, and Nick. All the Patreons—they're bringing it. Um, the chat's been pretty rowdy lately, and I've loved it. It's been fun. Uh, also, chat without us on the Super Bowl because we were all busy. Head over to it iTunes, nice to see. where I actually did some uh, some research. We're the second most reviewed Seahawks podcast on iTunes. Uh, but make us first. We only have like 200 left to catch up to, to first place. Uh, thank you to those who reviewed, uh, you know, people who you just, you know, throw a couple words on there or just, or don't just put five stars. Uh, you could just download and not even listen. Or just I'm, tell I'm a friend. That, I'm at that point in the summer, you know, just put it on your feed. Pick one Seahawks fan, you know, who's Jones for some content. Yeah. Let them know we can still record every week. Yeah, like, tell them to check out our, uh, our off season trash. Yeah, this is uh these I mean we're gonna this try to the loopy bring, garbage. Come on, man. It's the fun. Welcome to welcome to Crazy Season. And thanks to whoever in Sedalia, Missouri, uh subscribed this week and downloaded like basically every episode. That's Sedalia, always Missouri. I, that's yeah. uh pronounced Missouri. That's FBI. That's always my favorite, is like just some random city I've never seen before. Cause they cause SoundCloud breaks it out by what city. Let us city, know, we'll send you a sticker. What city? May, maybe. I don't know. That that's you gotta give us a Sedalia. <laughs> we need a stamps.com membership or something <laughs> no, for that. No, no uh, one needs it. 20, 21,387 uh, people live in Sedalia, Missouri. Um, it, it by twenty. And one of them is you. By the twenty ten census, you know that's a. Is it, so you're ten, you're saying that's a Seahawks nest capital of the world. I'll no. say it's Missouri, so you know there's but, at least five thousand okay, people who refuse like, to do the we census. Get, <laughs> we get downloads every week, you know, and it's like always the number one city that downloads is Seattle, and then number two is like Bellevue, and then there's like a couple California cities, Oregon, Washington, you know, places you'd expect Seahawks fans, Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska, uh, some uh, some Montana so stuff. Eagle River. But Josh. then, but then every once in a while, 
you get a city that just pops up. It's really high on the list, and it's like does like eighty downloads, and it's a city you've never heard of. Remember that one in the Philippines? And it's usually and I asked about it, and they said it's usually because someone subscribes to your podcast, and then their podcast app just downloads every episode or something. Those poor people. Yeah. So (laughs) that is also we got six downloads from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia this week. So uh, you know. Uh, salute the troops. Salute the troops. I'm, I got to assume that's that's military members. I can't. I can't. Maybe we're really popular jihadis. <laughs> oh, pff, I, I don't want to be the. I don't want that. Okay. Um, Seems so, unlikely. Yeah, keep supporting CSNS podcast. Uh, we love doing it, and also we really want to buy a new soundboard. Uh, so please, uh, I'm begging now. I'm at that point. It's off season, so these are the people that actually care about the podcast that are listening. I think. All right. Uh, this Oscar week, I said it before, so we and Kevin are going to go over our favorite uh, movies from the Oscar contenders. I like to not review them. Until... And Eric's going go over his favorite and least favorite movie. I like to not give them a full review until I've watched them twice because list. those are these kind of movies. But I'm not going to watch many of these twice at all, so I'm probably going to start reviewing them soon. Uh, okay, there's a couple I'm going to watch twice, though, and then those ones are the really good ones. So, Kevin. Yep. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to start with like what's our what's the worst movie and then try to rank up from there? Yeah, let's go bottom up. Okay, so let's start with number nine. What for you? Uh, what what's what's one of some of the ones that deserve to be down here towards the bottom? Uh, it is the two that are most likely to be last for me are Joker and Marriage Story for very I, different reasons. Yeah, I I actually was thinking Marriage Story for myself as well. Um, Joker. It's probably going to be a little higher for me. Joker was more fun to watch because nothing was going to be less fun to watch. It has things that I... there. Have this. There are aspects of Joker that I think are really good and uh, have cinematic and artistic value. Mar- Marriage Story, I feel the same way, but it was just less enjoyable to me. That movie is like... That movie is, is a lot of negative stress for me, yeah. and it's a lot of things I don't want to see. Like It was really well acted, and it was really well written about something I don't want to write about or read about or watch. I mean, he just wrote it about his divorce with Jennifer Jason Lee. You know, like he was like, I got divorced and I made this movie about what happened, basically. And yep. I don't know. It just didn't it for, for <coughs> something that's like that. Um, the performance is really good. But like the and to be honest, OK, how about this? You want to hear something I don't like about it? This Laura Dern performance is getting a lot of like dap. I didn't think it was that good. I, I thought I was it was like, really good because I, like, I friggin' hated her. I was like, this lady's, uh, this lawyer is is nuts. Like if this lady's, yeah, my, she's awful. His, she's like a divorce lawyer. Yeah, she's terrible, and it made me mad. So I don't know. I didn't like that. that I one hundred percent agree. If she was my lawyer, I would fire her. I'd be like, you. I don't like you. You are a bad person. <laughs> so uh, I. So let's agree to have marriage story at the bottom. Okay, marriage story is worse. If I was voting for what's next, I would actually probably put the Irishman next. I put Joker. But Joker is fair, a fair pick. Do you really like the Irishman? No. Okay, good. So we're going to put Joker next and then Irishman? Yep. Okay, we're pretty much in agreement. Um, I didn't see Little Women, but I'm guessing this is about where it's going to land for you. Uh, it's either going to be Little Women or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that goes right. in this spot. I, think, I, th- I have to wait until after I see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think you'll like Hollywood enough to, to knock it over just because there's a couple really cool scenes and some really great dialogue in this movie. It's a Tarantino movie, so there's going to be really good dialogue. My issue with Little Women, I thought the acting was excellent, and I'm finding out I'm just not a big fan of Greta Gerwig as a director. Like The time skips in this movie are these really hard, jarring cuts I am familiar with the story, uh, quite familiar with the story, and there were still a couple times where I was like, 
wait, is this when they were younger or is this like present time to the movie? I, I can't don't, tell. I don't like this trend of using the same actor for older and younger. and not. Especially when they don't do anything to really make it super clear. And so it just seems I'll like be, Florence Pugh's kind of a jerk. I'll be honest. The Irishman is a... Uh, is a good example of this. Yep. Like, because those guys still kind of walked around like old dudes. Oh, when but, he's supposed to be beating up the uh, grocery store guy. And it's like, and he hey, can barely lift yeah. his foot to kick him. It's like, bro, <laughs> it's really we, not we know, good. We know you're old. Like, and they did this in ADR. Like, it's not, it doesn't look good. So it, <laughs> it's, and it's the same thing in the moment. I think that the, the Godfather showed that you can easily, easily have younger and older actors doing the same part and make the movie work that's been done for decades and when you do it well and you spend that effort to cast it you end up fine okay so this means our top four is going to be uh uh because we have four left right parasite 1917 jojo and ford yeah because i think we just put hollywood at the next step yeah Hollywood. so from the bottom up it goes marriage story last then joker then irishman then hollywood no no or then little women then then Hollywood. hollywood yeah and now we have Four versus Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, uh, Parasite, and um, nineteen seventeen. Right, Ford versus Ferrari is probably next. It's a really fun movie. I enjoyed watching it. The I, racing scenes are I really good. Don't get why it's nominated for an Academy Award. It's just not that kind of movie to me. It's. I think it's because it had Christian Bale and I Matt mean, Damon, it, and uh, it had if, James Mangold. If Ford versus Ferrari is uh, is is this movie, then why can't we have? Was Days of Thunder an Oscar movie? <laughs> Why can't no? Why can't we have like a you know John Wick three be nominated for the best picture? I mean that's that's kind of how I felt. <laughs> you know, about John Wick three could have been nominated for best picture. John Wick three is that. sweet. Uh, okay, I liked it more than Marriage. It's story. just like it's a it's a good solid story. It's got I don't know. It's it's got good driving scenes. It's got good acting. Christian Bale. Uh, they really embellished an excellent actor. They really embellished the real story. The more research I did, the more I was like, "Wow, there's aspects of this they just completely made up." I knew the real story going in, and I could tell that it was going to be that way. I was able to just disown that part and enjoy it for what it was. Yeah, and what it was was enjoyable. Like, I wish the, they would have just changed the names and made it based on a true story. I wish they wouldn't have had Christian Bale be so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, for everything I read about Ken Miles, he wasn't a huge jerk, and then Christian Bale's a huge jerk the whole movie. But man, he plays a huge jerk really well. I know, but that's because he's he's playing more of himself. That's why I don't. That's what I don't <laughs> like about it. It's like Christian Bale is like, I'm a huge jerk, so I got to be a huge jerk. You know, it's like okay, whatever. Uh, okay, it, it played. Third is Rabbit. I think clearly we agree. Do we agree on this? Yes. Okay. If I'm giving awards, I actually like Jojo Rabbit more than 1917. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit was a lot of fun to watch in the theater. If I'm voting for movies I that, died laughing. that change genre uh, adeptly, I mean, it's the second best one of this list. Yep. Okay. Uh, second, I think we were probably in agreement, 1917. Uh, yeah, 1917 was excellent. Uh, and I think this is the movie probably Eric's the most excited to see. Um <laughs> Why do you that, say that? Well, because I just think that it looks like it'd be in your wheelhouse. You love this, like you like Dunkirk, right? Uh, I actually didn't see Dunkirk. There's like but a level. 1917 does excite me. There's like a level of intensity to a movie like this that um, I do that, like. Uh, you know, I, I like of all sorts of movies, but intense movies that have a drive and with an ending that will pay off. Uh, nothing disappointing on the horizon is a is a big movie turn on for me. Uh, what I will say about 1917 that mm-hmm. I liked a little more than I liked with Dunkirk was it gave you these moments of decompression that didn't fully break the tension, but it kind of let you sit back for just a second and appreciate how tense the last moment just was. catch-your-breath moments? It is these little catch-your-breath moments, whereas I felt like Dunkirk was just like, clench your butthole all day. 
I mean, the thing I like, I, this is a huge spoiler. Can I just give a huge, no, I don't want to give a huge spoiler because no. I want to be able to listen to it, but this movie's good. And there's an aspect of it that I think is really cool that is hard to. I would love spoil. to do a spoiler version okay. on this later okay. on. And um, then, there uh, are a couple things it does really well. And there's a few scenes in this movie that I would put up there with any scene in any movie. And then our pick for best picture then is going to be uh, Parasite. Parasite, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, the, the movie that I think most adeptly changes uh, genres and shifts between ideas it's i made our best of the decade list it's an excellent film really really um, good actors uh great cast is it your favorite bong joon ho movie kevin that's hard I it's would, it's in the running for sure it might be i need to give it another watch to say i would say but it's Mo- fighting for it it's, it's it's in there with mother for me it's like they're both it you know what it's just they're good i haven't seen mother i oh. it's been on my watch list but i just mm. haven't gotten to it um you'll I know I'm gonna like it. You'll enjoy it. It's it's uh it's good. Okay. Yeah. Um It's Bong Joon Ho movie, so it doesn't have a genre. It has four. That's that's it. That's our that's our piss. So if you uh saw the Oscar movies like us now, Kevin, I'm gonna ask you a question that's a little weird. And Eric, I'm gonna ask you this too, because you're in this too. If there's one movie not nominated for Best Picture that came out in twenty nineteen that you think everyone should see. The farewell. Okay, Kevin, why would you want everyone to see The Farewell? Uh, Lulu Wang and Aquafina. I think Lulu Wang's going to be... is. I think both of them are an up, upward trajectory. Um, Lulu Wang did dialogue in a way that was very believable. She did family dynamics in a way that was very interesting. And Aquafina is turning herself into a um, billable quality leading lady. And so this is a chance to see both of them doing excellent work. Uh, I feel like... If you like movies that have a lot of heart, as I know Eric does, I do. Um, this is a movie that's for you. There are times where you forget that they are actors and actresses, and you think that they are just a family because the way that it's written and the way that they play off each other, um, sitting around the table doing a meal <clears throat> when when they go to the uh, cemetery to visit her grandfather, and um, you know they have the paid grievers. In uh, Chinese culture, just wailing. <laughs> there, there are just these scenes that are way over the top and crazy and funny and charming. And it's and it is a kind of a shame. Watch. It got completely shut out of the whole thing altogether. Which is bull. Yeah, I thought it would get at least like a, a yeah. actress. No, it was a really good A24 movie that came out in the summer. So, of course, it got crapped on. Uh, Eric, Eric, is there a movie you saw in the last year? That you think everyone should be watching? You know, there's a movie uh, uh, period for Kevin like 15 years ago where he said he wasn't watching movies. And I am notoriously bad for watching movies like two, three years late. That's just what I do. However, this year I watched Dolomite is My Name. Got a lot of Golden Globes love. This movie is immensely enjoyable. Rat soupy motherfucker. <laughs> it is a return to form for Eddie Murphy. It just... uh. I guess old Eddie Murphy was the right amount of crass with a completely goofiness, and that's what Eddie Murphy is in this movie. This movie, I would argue, is the feel-good movie of 2019. It's uh, certainly not for children, but it's immensely enjoyable. I loved it, and uh, completely unexpected. That is a charmer of a movie. I yeah, it really is. really is. Okay, Nathan, the, what about the you? The obvious movie for me to pick is my favorite movie from this last year, which is uh, Knives Out. Good I pick. Loved, I love Knives Out. I thought it was great. Ryan Johnson's great. Um, cast was but, great. I mean, I already kind of talked about Knives Out a whole bunch on another podcast we did. Ooh, are you going to pick a movie that I would almost picked? So I think 
instead of talking about Knives Out, I'm going to pick a movie that I don't think as many people... Men in Black International. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm going to talk about Six Underground, the worst movie of oh, the geez. year. No. Did you watch Six Underground? Yes. I tried to watch My, that. It was, it was, it I was turned the Michael it off Bay as Michael Bay. eight minutes out. My in. review of Six Underground is that it's an 80 minute movie that they added eight minutes of slow motion shots into. It is to try so to get boring. To be long enough. That's, <laughs> this is a boring piece of trash. It's like, I don't understand how you make a movie where like so many people are dying. Uh, it's so good. All right, let's go. And I, it's I want to say watch Watchmen because, but that's a television show, so that's also cheating. <laughs> about Midsummer. So I'm going to go with uh, Midsummer is a good choice. Uh, I think you could justify like Ad Astra, uh, Us, but I'm going to say Booksmart. Um, Booksmart's funny. It's like a nice update of the uh, of the super bad. Uh, coming you know, I keep formula. hearing that, and then I heard Jonah Hill's um, sisters in it, and it yep. really disappointed me. Like, oh, well, that's Beanie why they're saying it. Feldstein's great in this. Movie. Yeah, she was really I haven't good seen in it. it. I haven't seen it, but I. It's one of those situations where like, oh. That's why. That's why people are maybe comparing it to. Uh, no, that's not why. It, it, it's, it's got a, a really similar feel. It's a. It's like really. I don't know. It's just a really good addition to like the pantheon of movies about high schoolers uh, moving on to the next stage of their life. Yeah, uh, it's I, in that like. Uh, I found it quite enjoyable. Yeah, just teen movies coming of age story thing. It's a, it's solid. There's some really fun. Uh, Billy was great. Yeah, everything. I think it's fun. All right, so uh, there you go. You uh, watch a movie. If there's a 2019 movie you think we should see, tell us on uh, Twitter, and we'll see you next week. Go Hawks. Good time, bro.